0: Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to record this little intro. I actually recorded this interview with Katie Rugo back in the spring of 2023. I'm just now releasing this in October of 2023. And she has actually started the podcast that God had laid on her heart. She shares about that on here. I want to tell you, she's already started it. She's got about 25 episodes out and it's just such a blessing. It's called Renewing Your Motherhood. She has such a sweet spirit about her, so I would encourage you to go follow her on Instagram. Go check out her podcast, and I just wanted to update you before we jumped right in, so let's get started. Okay, welcome back, friends, to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I have something extra special for you today. Uh, Before we hop into that with my special guest, I just want to remind you guys that if you are needing something you can always reach out to me and message me and of course we have our facebook group we would absolutely love for you to join that it's just a great community of like-minded women we do bible study in there together we do different reading plans I actually have a whole study on the gospel of john in there with a video on each chapter so if you wanted to study the bible or you're not quite sure how that's just a great resource for you and I just feel like there's a lot of Bible studies out there, but I always feel like that one is the one that is just simple for every woman. And I love the Gospel of John because it's all about how much Jesus loves us and what he did for us. So I just think it's a great way to start. So I have women reach out to me and ask me that. So just wanted to share, remind you that you can hop in the group and grab that for free. So. We're going to go ahead and hop right in because I'm really excited about today. I have Miss Katie Ruga with us today, and I won't let her introduce herself, but I want to tell you before um, she does, like where I kind of met her, this is what I love about social media is I live in Texas, she lives in the Midwest, and to be able to meet on Instagram is so cool, so I was just noticing things that she posted. I'm like, wow, I really resonate with the things she's saying about biblical motherhood and I know so many of you that listen are mothers of of young ones that have reached out so I always like having special guests that speak on that topic and her content just resonated with me and then when we touched base and we got to chat she just has such a sweet sweet spirit about her you guys will just love her Um, and she's super down to earth Um, but she has a really strong message for you guys as mothers And so, Katie, I'm going to just let you tell us a little bit, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Candy, for having me. It's such an honor. Um, So I am a Christian wife. I'm a mom to three. Uh, My oldest, Ezra, is six years old, and I have twin girls, Zoe and Sophia. They are almost five. Um, I am an elementary educator turned homeschool mama. Last year, and I am loving it. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much day in and day out. We are home and we're doing the things and, um, you know, teaching the word of God and cultivating friendships between the three of my kids. And I absolutely love being with my kids every day. It's such a blessing. And
0: I love to hear you say that. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to talk about today. Is sometimes we can get in that rut of rate, especially when they're little, you know, when they're under under five, it's a sometimes it's a hard season. I mean, let's just be real, you know, and every child is different. And I mean, I have two grown children, so they're total opposites. So, you know, sometimes one can come with a lot of struggles and one can just kind of be easygoing and and that that makes it hard, right? And so I just think. What you have to share with how we can really depend on God for that motherhood to find that joy that you just talked about. Like, I love being with my kids. Like, Mm -hmm. I love hearing you say that. That's so awesome. So, tell me how you went from maybe that feeling of, uh, can Mm -hmm. I just send these kids to school to wanting to homeschool and enjoying being with them. Tell me how you went from one spot to the other.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a huge part of my story. Actually, um, when my husband and I got married, uh, oh boy, nine years ago, almost nine years ago. Um, I remember saying to him, I am never going to homeschool my children. Like I was raised in public school. They're going to go to school. They'll be fine. Um, I'm getting my degree in elementary education. Like I'm never going to homeschool my kids. And even like when my kids were really little and it, and we were, um, in the thick of it, um, my heart was still there of, I, can't wait for them to go to school. I, I cannot do this. I cannot homeschool them. Um, it's it just felt impossible because my heart was not right with the Lord. I was not looking at my children as a blessing. Um and just in the heart, in the day-to-day hard moments. And so slowly over time, it was crazy to like feel it happen, but slowly over time, the Lord has just done a huge work in my heart. And has really renewed my mind and my heart to understand the heritage that these children are to me, the gift that they are to my husband and I, and that I am their mother. Like the Lord chose me to be their mother and I have the responsibility to teach them well and love them well, according to the word of God. And so just over time, like my heart softening and allowing the Lord to work in my heart. I went from, you know, thinking that I could never do this, that I could never have them home all day, every day to, I want them home all day, every day. And I love having them home all day, every day.
0: Oh, I love that. And I can just tell. It, you know, for me, listen to your, hear you talk, it's like a difference in gratitude, like your heart posture totally changed. And I love that you mentioned like, um, renewing your mind, you know, Romans 12, too is what my brand is. It's, mm-hmm. um, you know, that transformation of renewing our mind with truth and how important that is. And so sometimes when we are listening to the world, we hear this thing. I and mean, you talked about it when we were preparing for this, and it's that toxic yeah. mommy culture and what we put into our minds and what we see and what we listen to, we can get caught up in that. That's why we have to be so careful. I mean, we tell our children that like I always told my children when they'd want to watch something on TV, I said, you take in garbage, you're going to put out garbage, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yes. they would they'll repeat that as adults today, which is it's it. kind of funny, but that, but that's the same thing for us. And we mm-hmm. can, especially with the consumption of social media and reels and TikToks and videos and things like that consumption, it, we can start having that attitude without really even realizing that. So tell me a little bit about that toxic mommy culture.
1: Yeah. I, you know, and here's the thing. It, it seeps in almost I feel like without us really knowing um, at first. Um, But yeah, kind of like when I think of the toxic mom culture, when I look back and, and look at, you know, my heart, a couple years ago, um, the toxic mommy culture to me is just very self-centered. Uh, there's not a lot of understanding that our job as a mom is to be selfless is to serve our children and serve our family as we are serving the Lord. And so, um, for me, like it just became, you know, well, I can't wait for them to be gone or to be in bed or um, I can't wait to have you know an X amount of time to myself because I I just need you know me time. like I deserve my me time. I deserve this, you know, because i've I've done so much throughout the day kind of thing. and I'm again, I'm not saying like, don't take breaks and don't take care of yourself. but there's a difference between being selfish in your motherhood versus understanding that our role is to serve our children. And in doing that, we're serving the Lord. And so that was happening. And then, um, you know, just also, yes, social media, you're hearing, you're hearing moms make jokes about their kids. You're hearing them make fun of, of their kids. You're hearing, um, oh, I need wine to survive motherhood. I mean, you're hearing all these things that are just not biblical. Um, and and it is easy to seep into, I, I think, to our hearts and minds, because you don't have to check your heart. When you are sitting in that, if that makes sense, like it's almost like it's easier just to sit in the grumbling and complaining and and not rise up and do what God has called you to do at your mother mothering because it requires work and it requires um you to check your heart, you know what I mean and and look at well where is my heart like if I belong to Jesus, then I should be lovingly following the word of God and lovingly teaching my children and seeing them as a gift from God. Like there's a disconnect sometimes when, you know, that toxic, that toxic mom culture comes into our minds. Um, So, yeah, I, I, that's pretty much what I think of when I think of toxic mom culture. Yes. Yes.
0: And I so hear what you're saying. And, you know, I've done a lot of different podcasts on here with different topics and, and i want you guys to understand that we're we're for self care we're for you take care of yourself you you eat healthy you exercise you take your mental breaks you get in yes. the word and yes. there's a difference between godly self care and what the world shows
1: you Amen. know
0: um and and you want to teach your kids that you want to teach them that hey You don't, you just don't keep going until you're so stressed out. Nobody wants to be around you. I mean, that's what self-care does. It helps you be a better person. So you're better in serving those people around you. So we definitely don't want you to misunderstand when we're talking about that, because it's just the world puts, puts it in one light and God puts it in a different light. And so I think we can look at the gospels and see when Jesus was out teaching. And so often, what did it say? He withdrew to a quiet place by himself. You know, he had to stop and he had to recharge, and so doing that with yourself and your family is really important. I remember growing up; my um, we went to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night. That was my life. We, you know, never ever ever missed. But what would happen? We'd have lunch. We would sit and read. Um, that was just something we did at my grandmother's. And then, uh, and of course, I'm old. I know this is like so di- different for some of you guys. But the other thing when that was done, we, we either took a nap, my parents took a nap. We were, we went to our rooms and we just got to kind of chill. You know, that was our rest day before we went back to church. And I just remember that was our norm um, on Sundays. Um, Now I think we pack so much into every single day. Yes, And so if you do that, you can get in that mindset of I'm just worn out and I just need to be away from these kids, you know? Yeah. And I,
1: yes. First of all, I love that. I love, love, love that. And second of all, yes. Like, you know, all day today, the song that I've been singing is fill my cup Lord. And if I can encourage you mamas listening, like don't go try, try your hardest not to go to Netflix or, um, drinking a glass of wine or eating a bag of chocolate. Like try really really hard to open the word of god because what is going to give you everlasting joy and everlasting um eternal strength and patience and grace and all that you need for your mothering for the lord and your soul is the lord and so just that that reminder of fill my cup lord so if you get 5 minutes if you get 30 minutes if you get an hour and you do need a nap which girl As a mama to three under two, yes, I did take naps, but I would encourage moms, maybe carve out the first 10 minutes of your nap time and spend that in the word of God. Like do that first before you get actual physical rest, right? Like fill your cup with the Lord and then also get, take care of yourself and yes, eat healthy and have physical rest and all of that.
0: Yes. Yes. And so I love that you mentioned the 10 minute thing, because I know sometimes as mamas of littles, who's like, I need this. I need this. I mean, they are. It's my daughter is 19 and still lives here. And she still says, mom, would you fix me this? Mom, would you do that? Because I'll just get up and do it. You know, So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're not You're not supposed to ask me for these things. anymore." Yeah. But I'm glad she's still here. So I get up and do it because she's still here while I have that little bit of time left with her. But with you, with you saying that I want to, so I know for a lot of women, it is hard to figure that out. Um, I've, I've just gotten the messages, you know, like I want to study, but I don't know how I want to study, but I get distracted. Um, so first of all, just tell me how you went from where you were and what helped you get to this spot? Because sometimes we can't do it alone. I know you talked about community and different things. Um, because I've always felt like that's what people really want to know. Like they see one side, but like, mm-hmm. how did you get to this point?
1: Yeah, I, I, okay. So when I was at my lowest of my motherhood, um, pretty much on my spiritual walk, my motherhood, my wife, wifehood, all of it a few years ago, um, I knew that I needed help and I, I could no longer, uh, shove that away. And so I reached out to, uh, an older woman at church who started to mentor me and teach me um, and encourage me. And then I also actually went to Christian counseling. um, And between those two ladies and my family and friends supporting me, praying for me and me actively asking the Lord to renew my mind and heart between those, those things for the last two years, the Lord has done such a huge work in my heart. And as far as spending time in God's word. Um again, yes, I was there. I had it was utter chaos in our house and I was exhausted a lot. Um and I just my heart just wants to encourage mamas like I know that you're tired and I know that it's a lot. Um, but if you neglect your walk with the Lord, if you neglect God's word, then you're going to end up in the spot that I ended up um, two years ago. I was just, I was not caring for my soul. I was not spending time with the Lord. And I also kept setting myself for, up, for, up for failure. So, this 10 minute idea, uh, my Christian counselor, I would go in there and I'd tell her, okay, this week I'm going to spend every day waking up before the kids. I'm going to spend 30 minutes before the kids wake up and spend it with the Lord. And she's like, have you ever been able to be successful at that before? And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, here's what you need to do three days a week. 10 minutes before your kids wake up, you need to get up and spend that time with the Lord. So start with three days a week, 10 minutes before your kids wake up and spend that with the Lord. And I did, and it's crazy candy over that started over two years ago. And now fast forward two years, your hunger for the word of God grows, Mm -hmm. you thirst for it. You crave your time with Jesus. And I'm now waking up an hour and a half before my children, which I never thought. Was going to be possible. Yes,
0: I love that, and I mean, i I feel you. Like I've been there. I remember in my early twenties, and I would um, just get that condemnation of myself. Like I know I need to be in the Word, and and of course I know it was conviction too. But I would always try to do it in my own stream, and I'll be like, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna do, it. and I'm not a morning person. I'm really not. Like even now, I get up early, but I'm not. I take a long time to wake up. Like I'm just not a morning person. So. Um, and I always failed and I felt, I was so condemning of myself. I felt like such a failure, but realizing that I can't do it in my own strength and exactly what you said, start small because what's going to happen is, and pray for a hunger for the word of God, pray yes. for him to put that in you where you can't not get in the <laughs> word. And I'll tell you just since you are like on the beginning of homeschooling, um, one of my really good friends that was kind of a mentor to me when uh, my kids were little, her kids were a little older than mine. She's just a super wise woman, and and she was homeschooling, and we were talking about studying the Bible and also getting frustrated sometimes throughout the day, especially if if that's some if that's a path that you choose to homeschool. She said, "Just keep your Bible open wherever you're teaching. Whether you know on the counter in the kitchen on the table, just keep it open." And when you have a minute, just read something. And that helped me so much. I still do that today. I work from home, but like on my desk, like my Bible is always open. There may be a time that I just stop and I just read a verse. And that's not my Bible study. That's not where I'm getting deep, but that's just keeping that word of God in my heart and keeping him, it that on my mind like all the time. And I think that's something we all can do no matter where you are, if you work outside the home. You know, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're doing or put those verses in front of you. I just think it's so important to see that over and over again. So one thing you mentioned is like Christian counseling. And I am a huge proponent of counseling because I still think even in this day and age, uh, we still feel like there must be something really wrong with me if I have to go to counseling. And I just, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because I just want to reiterate that Sometimes we just have things in our life. It's just our environment and how we grew up. And it isn't always really bad, but we get things in our mind and we're led to believe that this is the way it is. And I don't know if you want to share any of that journey with you about, you know, how you were raised and how you had to change some of that, a little bit of that mindset to move forward with God. I think that's important. I think a lot of people would really resonate with hearing that, but you don't, it doesn't have to be anything huge. It's just little things that they can say and do can really help you move forward with God. And I would say the same thing with even a Christian life coach. Like um, I've known some Christian life coaches that have really helped people just move forward and um, get rid of their baggage and repent of sin and just really move into a confident relationship with God. So if you don't mind, share a little bit about that journey.
1: Yeah, no, I don't mind at all. Um, (laughs) I grew up in a very, uh, Christ centered home. And it honestly was, I had a great childhood and was taught the word of God. And, uh, we also went to church very frequently every Sunday, every Wednesday night. Um, I think as I got older, um, what came up for me was the struggle with perfectionism. And unfortunately it just kind of came from my, from my church atmosphere um, not my parents at all. My parents never made me feel like I had to measure up to an impossible standard, but, um, the church that I grew up in, uh, was very like, if you do all the right things and say all the right things, like the whole point of being a Christian is just to look good and you need to be perfect. And if you, if you sin, like you're a failure and all these things. And, and so I think just over time, that took root without me even realizing it in my heart. And so, um, fast forward to when I have children, um, I was so, I felt like such a failure. Um, when I was at my lowest a few years ago, I felt like I couldn't do it. Like I just kept feeling God over and over. Um, I just felt hopeless and worthless. And it, I remember my mom just always asking me like, why are you so hard on yourself? Like, why are you so hard on yourself? I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm assuming it's just from how I, you know, the people that I was around at church and whatnot, and just kind of rubbed off on me and rubbed off in my thinking. And, and so one of the very first things that I had to work on with my Christian counselor was um, letting go of the idea of perfectionism and how, freeing and beautiful (laughs) was that it's going to make me emotional because, um, God doesn't expect us to be perfect. He doesn't have this unattainable standard for us to reach. And because I kept failing, feeling like a failure, I was snapping at my children. I was angry with them. And I was angry with my husband because of what was going on in my heart. And so I really just had to like she helped me renew my mind. she really just helped me renew my mind to really understand God's grace and forgiveness and his love and that he is there to help me like and like you said, I had to understand I cannot do this on my own. I could not I was failing trying to do it on my own like it was impossible to do it on my own um and so just this whole retraining and renewing of my mind of understanding God's grace and how he's there to help me and the Holy spirit is in me. And all it took was me just relying on the Holy spirit and what, and what I, what I get, what I gain through being a, a child of God, you know, um, and, and the Holy spirit being in me. And, and just, again, slowly over time, like I felt the chains fall off and just experiencing the freedom That Christ offers and the renewing of my mind, like, okay, like the Lord can help me do this. Like I'm going to rely on the Lord this morning. I'm going to rely on the Lord now an hour from now, five hours from now, like he, he is there and he is more than willing and ready to help me walk through whatever I walk through and whatever I need to do in motherhood. So I hope that that was kind of long-winded, but I hope that (laughs) answered that question. (laughs)
0: No, that is that is perfect, and I know that you're not the only one that that goes through that. Uh, And the thing, like you say, with perfectionism, I think what happens is, you know, as we grow up, even if for those of us that did grow up in that um, Christ centered home in the church and and we're taught these do's and don'ts, like I was taught the do's and don'ts, but I didn't really understand grace, and I really believe that we can teach our children grace. Like it, it doesn't have to be that list of do's and don'ts. And um, I know we also talked about this. We were chatting the other day about allowing your kids to make mistakes, Mm -hmm. and that's and that's where that comes in. Because if they see us just trying to keep this list of rules, and we're trying to make sure that they look perfect out in public when everybody sees, or we're just trying to uphold this image, I mean, that they see what really goes on at your home. They see the real behind the scenes. And that is really hard for them to understand and relate to God when that is going on, because they think that God is disappointed in them when they do something wrong. And so, I mean, I could do like a whole series on (laughs) just that stuff, stuff, you know, because it's so important. And, and so like what you were talking about with what you had going on in your mind, that's when we do have to renew our mind with truth. And even though there's good things, right? Of course, we learn the Ten Commandments. I mean, there's yeah. there's good things, but Satan will always use God's word to twist in our mind, just like he did when Jesus was in the wilderness and he was saying, hey, the Bible says do this. And, you know, and because he's going to use that. He knows the word of God and he's going to use it to twist in our mind. So we will get all messed up. <laughs> yeah. So relying on the scripture, relying on the Holy Spirit um, is just is, is so very important. Absolutely love that. So um, we kind of have a surprise for our audience that <laughs> I'm excited about this. So I'm going to let Katie share a little bit about her new project that is going on.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm. Really, really excited, also nervous, um, but the Lord put on my heart uh, a couple of years ago to start a podcast, and I was not ready a couple of years ago, but the Lord has done and continues to do a huge work in my heart and made it very clear to me a couple of months ago that I needed to go. like now, Katie, let's get going with this. So um I'm really excited to start uh, my podcast called Renewing Your Motherhood. And, um, the trailer will be up, uh, hopefully Lord willing in a few weeks. And so just stay tuned for that. You can follow me on Instagram and, um, yeah, I'd love if you came along my journey and I would love the prayers as well as I begin, uh, this journey.
0: Well, I love that. And so go follow her on Instagram. And if you look in the show notes, I'll be sure and put the links. I'll even come back if she started her podcast and put the link for that when um, in the show notes, so you can definitely find that there and go, go share with other women. Cause the thing I love about podcasts, especially for young mothers, is you can do it while you're, being with your kids. You can do it while you're washing the dishes. You know, I've listened to a lot of podcasts while I'm working out. That's when I listen to them and putting on makeup. That's when you are driving. Those are my favorite times to listen. You can multitask and do that. And so it's something else. It's just renewing your mind with truth. Mm -hmm. And, And of course, I love the name of it, renewing your motherhood. That is so, so wonderful. So you definitely want to go follow her. And Before we leave, is there anything else? And I know you had a couple of favorite Bible verses, and I'm going to drop some of those in the show notes too. But if there's something like that, that you want to share or anything else you want to share before we hop off here?
1: Um, I think just my overall message is that we cannot do this mothering without the Lord. Like if you are not relying on the lord and relying on the holy spirit and his word it's going to be a lot more challenging and so i would just really really encourage you mamas to rely on the lord and know that i can't do this without him either this is it's only possible with jesus so i'll be praying for each mama listening um just that you fully lean on him and understand and have hope that he can he can transform your heart and mind and he can help you, um, teach and train your children with love.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast today. And I will see you all back here next week. Thank you, Candy.